Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sheila Shoiga and welcome to Ready to be Real Conversations, the podcast series where I chat to people of all walks of life. Some names you'll recognise, others you might not, but my hope is that these conversations will at times inspire, challenge, educate, comfort or simply entertain you. So anyone listening to this who already follows me on Instagram will probably know why I decided to take a bit of a break recently, but I'm excited to be back and to kick off the next run of episodes, I have a married couple who are gorgeous in every way. But I, when I met him, honestly, Sheila, I didn't know who he was. I wasn't No, he didn't. I met him and he thought, oh my God, I'm going to be like, Brian, darling, I'm like... Who are you? I just arrived. He couldn't speak English. I couldn't speak English. I mean, what are we dealing with? I mean, you must have had some English. I literally, it was was translated. I remember the water phone flip phones. I had to like actually Google kind of little things. I couldn't say anything. It was like, hello. And the music was really loud. And I was said to my friend, I was like, he cannot speak English. And I was wearing this really, very broken, really OTT Burberry top that like the gingham patches. Like it was so tacky. But back in the day, I thought it was fabulous. Like when a Smyrna vice in a straw, you know, back then. Yeah, 2002. So classy. The boy from Rathangan was serving a look. (laughs) (laughs) Brian Dowling has already had a hugely successful career in television over the past two decades. He went from being a flight attendant to winning Big Brother, the biggest reality TV show of the time in 2001. And since then, he's presented a whole host of high-profile TV shows, mainly in the UK, but also here in Ireland. His husband, Arthur Garunlia, sorry, Arthur, I probably said that wrong. Well, he's a proud Armenian, and he's also a world-class choreographer and creative director who's worked with artists like Beyonce, Girls Aloud, Kylie, The Pussycat Dolls, the list goes on. We sat down to have a chat in January, a few shows into the latest season of Dancing with the Stars on RTE. And Brian tells us that his mum, Rosie, being such a big fan of the show, was one of the reasons he decided to do it. I thought he'd be in it right up until the end, but he fulfilled his own dream of making it to Switch Up Week, and in the process, making television history by being the first same-sex couple to hit the dance floor. They both felt the deep pain of losing a parent. Arthur's dad died when he was 16, and Brian's mum passed away suddenly only two years ago. In this conversation, Brian gives us a beautiful insight into his fabulous mum, Rosie. They talk about the importance of setting boundaries and finding balance. They discuss their relationship and their plans to have a family. And although Brian leads the conversation at times, Arthur is with him through every word. They currently live in LA and they're very good friends with Irish chef Donald Skeehan and his family who also live there. And now they're heading into a new chapter in their lives. Arthur's positivity is infectious and Brian is refreshingly open. Together they have such a beautiful perspective on life and I think it's obvious when you hear this that I'm mad about them. Here it is. Guys, thank you both so much for agreeing to be guests on this podcast. Not at all, we're excited. So much, we've never yeah. done one before, so... I know, I know you were telling me this yes. as we were walking up the stairs. It's my first... You're my first podcast, yeah. and we've yeah. never done one together. Our first, Our first podcast, yeah. and my own, I've never done one before, so yeah. Because we were kind of back and forth trying to get a day that suited... 
Yeah. So it worked out. But I'm really surprised by that because when I, you know, think of you, you're such a big star and you are. And then I would imagine you probably get asked all the time. So. I, I have got asked to do some. Um, a lot of it was to kind of to do with scheduling. But because we, I feel like I know you. Because oh, we'd good. spent the Style Awards together at the that's one right. table having true, so true, much yeah. fun. So that was such a good night. And that was nearly a year ago. Can you I know, believe that? I know. I remember when I found out that I was sitting with you guys. And of course, your really good friend Pippa was <laughs> yes, there and, and her Brian, husband Brian. Yes. That was a good table. It that was, was a, lovely a good, table. Really good table, yeah. And my good friend Jenny, who and you guys had a lot of mutual friends in the dance world. So it was just, it was just really good crack. And yeah. you won an award. And, yes. And wait a second. Best dressed. More importantly, he, uh, thank you. Yes, the best Most dressed man in man. Ireland. Do you know I have to give it back in April and I'm raging. <laughs> <laughs> and I was saying to Pippa, I went, "Do you think I'll get nominated a second year?" She went, "No." No. I'm like, you. "No, it, you're done. No, I'm <laughs> done." It. You it had was, your reign. Do you know exactly. I'm delighted because my award was first up that night. Yeah. So we hit it high. Oh, it was and then Brian brought a bottle of bubbles. I'm sure away I was. It was great. With the award. It was Such a really good, good fun. Because do you remember I told you even, I said, you're going to win this. I know. And I, thought, I had the feeling you're going to win this. I thought, okay, Arthur is lovely, but he's clearly on some <laughs> serious medication. <laughs> so and I was Arthur. right. I predicted. See? Stay positive. It was you a winning happy. table. It was a winning table. It was a winning table. It was actually, yes. Yeah. You just said something there. And that's what I came away from that night. And you said it. Stay positive. You are oh, yeah. all, you're all about that, Arthur. Uh, I'm all about positivity actually I don't like negative stuff around me if somebody's actually thinking negative I just walk away I can't okay I can't literally I have to stay positive always is this something that get like you know happened in the last few years or were you always like this as a kid I think it's so weird because not I mean people know me as positive crazy da, 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 da. but uh, I think it's what's happened to me before when I was young I think since 16 years old my life changed when my dad passed away my life completely changed and since then I promised myself I will never look, be negative everything is beautiful in my life everything's going to be positive everything's going to be strong that's yeah. how I became I mean yeah that's how since 16 years old I'm a different man before 16 I was completely very shy I couldn't talk you were never shy I swear I was a completely different person Completely well, I didn't meet a shy guy then I, I, I was like, <laughs> well, I was. <laughs> it's so funny Same. because I, I suppose we're Arthur and I are when we met, we're, we're in the same industry, yeah. you know, um, and I was I would say I'm a very realist. I'm a, I'm a very realistic. Um, sometimes I can be negative, but I think it's realistic negativity, if that mm. makes sense. It does make sense. I'm not being negative for the sake of being negative. I'm being negative because it's a realistic point of view yep. and it's a realistic feeling. You don't have to think like that. I Just know. Just think positive. And then if it's happened, it'll happen. You can't That's think it. it's going you to happen, exactly. even if you know. You can't react to no, it until it's happened. So it's a frame of mind. We're in a showbiz, right? Mm. All three of us. Like, I was a dancer, like, for 10 years. And I remember I used to have friends who were doing auditions. They're like, oh, my God, I didn't get it, but I was the best dancer. What's happened? I was like, why are you so upset? There's going to be so many other things. Just, just walk away. There's going to be another casting. Just stay positive. If it's meant to be for you, it will be. That's how I think. Yeah. I don't know. That's how I always... I never, like, been, like... How do you say that? Uh, crying about something or envying someone or jealous. If you didn't get something, you'd stay positive. Oh, always. And you'll go in for the next one that, exactly. and serve That's it brilliant. harder. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I've never been like, oh, I was the best thing. No, it's okay. It didn't happen. Next, let's go. But no, you, I, I get that too. Yeah, but you and, and I know from going for shows or attesting, that's just the industry that we're in. Yeah. You can't get every gig. No. And then when you get one, it works. Yeah. Exactly. There's loads of gigs I don't get. <laughs> oh, here's your sister. You've the shows I've been up for and haven't got, for goodness sake. But what it does is it just, that's, that's just what we do. That's what we do. Yeah. True. Yeah. Come here. I have to talk about dancing first up because it must be quite surreal for you guys in the fact that you are part of this huge show. It's the biggest show in Ireland. Yeah. Dancing with the Stars. And your hobby is this world-class choreographer, artistic director, all this stuff. Yes. Whereas he could actually be sitting there as one of the judges. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, is that weird? Did um, he get involved? Uh, well, he just, he, when I first started with Laurie, he came every day for the first week. And I think that was just for me to have that kind of, to have him in the room. Because I don't, I'm, I don't have rhythm. I can't drive. I can't swim. I get confused with direction, which is true. Um, so for him having him there, it was just that extra bit of confidence for myself. Because I think people I, can see... Can I just cut across you though? I don't, I don't agree with that at all. Like I've seen you dance. You, you have, I know, you but, have rhythm. Yeah, but when you you see, have something. But when you've seen me dance, I've probably been drinking. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And when you're when dancing by on. yourself, you know when you're singing in the shower, it's very different to them being told to sing or dance live on television. But in fairness, you have two left feet. Before I we do. started, he does have two left I, feet. I'm not c- capable. So no. Arthur's very supportive of everyone. So of everyone, yes. But he, <laughs> he said to me, he said when I said I 
don't know, because luckily enough, they'd asked me, I'm sure you've been asked loads of times as well. Um, they've asked me before and I was like, this year just felt right. And he just said to me, when you go in, just listen. Yeah. He said, because I can be very, listen to my own voice, listen to Arthur, or I used to listen to my mom. There was only certain people I listened to and I took, well, that, you know, that, that's my go-to. So for myself, I just told myself I'd listen and I have been learning something, but I was so shy and so, not shy is the wrong word. I was so nervous yeah, shy, no. for the first show. Like I was literally, sh- my hand was shaking during the dress run because it's, you're so vulnerable. I can I think, only imagine. I it's can only it's imagine. a different nerves. It's not live telly, live radio nerves. Mm. It's a different nervous because you're almost then don't want to disappoint your partner because they this is their vision and their image. You've mm. got an audience, you're being judged, you're also on television and then there's social media. There's so many layers. Yes. You know, and you, you want to do well in all of them. It's not always the reality of it. Mm. And then you're live. Yeah. Don't forget your steps. Look at the camera. Raise your elbow. Lift your arm. Sm- it's so yeah, much. I'm, look, I'm, personally, I'm a massive fan of the show. I think you'd be great on it. Oh, I think, no. I, no, I, I think, yeah, I, I think, I, honestly, because it was, Maraid, it was Maraid Ronan who told me to go in it. Because I, I, I turned the show down when they joined the summer. I was like, no, no, no. We had shot Fittest Family with Maraid. Mm-hmm. And she said, you should do the show. And I said, actually, they've, they've just asked. And she was like, you have to do it. And I said, okay. you've got nothing to lose. I mean, like, life is too short, you know? Just do it. So I would tell you think about it because it is fun and you are learning I'll be honest something. I don't think they'll ask me again because I've already said no <laughs> I, I never said never I you said never no know every year <laughs> every like, year good luck to yeah, you every year and then when I went back they were like but you gave us a hard no I was like well do you still want me you're still interested I guarantee they'd love to have you on oh, the anyway, show you'd anyway, be great anyway back to you guys yeah um, okay so so yeah so you're doing this and your your life at the moment is quite intense but I really liked what you said before we started recording that you know you hear about these these stories about the contestants who like are in the dance studio for like 12 13 hours a day yes this is not you it's not me i mean my day will start i'll get up after eight i'll be in there for 10 and i'm there till say five six but at around half four there's a switch off in me where nothing else goes in Mm -hmm. so laura will say to me you're done we leave at five because I get to a certain point. I also made a conscious decision of not letting the two worlds collide and one bleed into the other. I have a life outside of the show. So I wanted to make sure that I can still go home because Arthur is leaving tomorrow. Yeah, actually, I'm leaving tomorrow. Yeah. He goes back to he, Arthur. But like going back to that, when I met Laura, I said, Laura, if you wanted the best out of Brian, you have to go with him. Don't push him to the limit that he's going to crumble and then he's not, not going to do it. I know Brian so well when he's tired, Nothing going to his head. No. Just, that's it. End of the day. And those days... You can't push him. If we're supposed to finish at five and she lets me go at half past four, I go home, I relax. We have dinner together. We talk about other stuff. We watch a movie. I go to bed. I'm coming the next day and I'm ready to pick everything Mm. up again at at a better speed. You're very good. It's about just being able to... Just to stop... And just enjoy your normal life and have a yeah. life outside it with your friends and your family. Yeah, it's time. about balance. Well, isn't that? But isn't that what life is about? Finding Absolutely. balance. Have you got a good balance? How do you work stuff? Now I do, but right. I wouldn't have years ago. I was the same. Yeah, and I think life, when it comes at you thick and strong, and in, in my situation, it was kind of a it was a health situation. Of course, yes. But in yours, when I think when you lose people close to you, very close to you, and everything changes. Absolutely, absolutely. Like even for Brian losing his mom, he's changed. He's a different man now. Mm. Like since 2018, February, he's a different man and I know him for like nearly 20 years. Yeah. That long? Yeah. 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 Oh my we God. We met in 2002. Nearly like, yeah, 19 years. Um, the thing about it is, is that you, you will, from yourself with your health and obviously being quite profile as well, is that someone said to me recently, is there an expectation on you when it comes to being in the public eye and going through something? And I've always said, talking is therapy mm, and I'm a absolutely. talker, yeah. but, but I'm also very honest. Mm. If I'm feeling happy, I laugh so loud, Great. right? If I'm very emotional, I'll also cry loud. And I think so healthy. my thing for my emotions is better out than in, because mm. then when it's in, you're almost having a battle with yourself and in your own head. You have to let it out. Totally. You have to let it out. I, I mean, I, I, I do a lot of well-being talks, wellness talks, mm. and I, you know, I talk about the power of, of expressing that whatever emotion is going yeah. on for you, because otherwise it'll go toxic in one way Jeez, or another. It so actually true. eats you. It eats you up, yeah. Yeah. And you I, don't yeah. let it up no. and out. Yeah. And I think people see that, oh, what's wrong with you? Mm. Or, you know, the sort of way. Actually, yeah. it's so weird since living in LA, it's all about well-being, let everything out, don't keep inside. It's true that it's all about being healthy. and. But talk. also mental health mm. is such a 
hot topic yeah. at the moment. It is, yeah. And it's all about everyone's mental health. You almost wonder what we like years ago, you know what, it was on, people went, what's wrong with you? What's going on? You didn't talk about your feelings. Yeah. And now you're encouraged to be so honest because you're given the platform because people are afraid to not give you that opportunity. Yes, yeah. And I mean, there seems to be actually a bit of a trend nowadays towards it. Like vulnerability is now kind of cool and yes, fashionable, yeah, I know. which is brilliant. And I hope it's something that is not like a fad that mm. because it should be around mm. forever. Lack of mental health. I agree. And Completely. giving people allocated breaks in work or if they're in stressful positions yeah. to have that thing to kind of walk away. And I suppose we touched on it when I signed up for the show, I, I made that conscious decision to say, I describe it as there being 10 floors. Mm. This I drive it to Laura and if I get to the 10th floor it's my frustration is gone I'm gone we're gone I'm gone and it's only got to the 7th floor I'm in the lift and I'm on the 7th floor okay right yeah. and if I get to the 10th floor it's just not productive for anyone and that's only about picking up steps and getting frustrated and that's but once that, again why are you stressing you should actually go with the flow enjoy the moment I, that's why I said to him stop stressing it's just hard Whatever to enjoy happened, the moment the when now. she's telling you to do something you just can't get it but, yeah. the, but more but you that stress works more for me. you're not going to do it no but it works me I didn't stress I got to seven did you hear what I said the, <laughs> yeah, the, I the did, tenth like, floor <laughs> is what I'm screaming and throwing her from the building you might never get to tenth floor no I, that's what I'm saying <laughs> I got to the seventh floor and I told her and she went are you counting on I'm counting <laughs> to ten I'm counting to ten and she laughed and we joked about it because then it turned into a funny situation But the next day I came back in and she was like, oh my God, you have it. You have it. What's wrong with you? It was going in. It was, but I just was like, I'm very impressed actually. He's doing so well, to be honest with you. Actually, yeah, you're doing very, very well. I don't know. But you can see that you're proud as punch through your stories, even seeing you on camera in the first show. Sheila, I'm going to tell you something I didn't tell too many people. I mean, oh wow, this is an exclusive, Sheila. No, no, it's not exclusive. Hold on to your chair. On Instagram a little bit. When he was on the floor dancing, I was actually sweating. I could not breathe. Literally, we had our friends, his friend Simon next to me. He's like, are you okay? I was like, no, I can't breathe. For 20 years, I've been working in this industry. I never stressed. Going on stage, I never been scared of anything. He was dancing. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't watch. I was sweating. I was delighted for you. <laughs> you say, well, that's not even an answer. You know, it's I was so feeling. weird because I felt like I was dancing. I was like, please don't make mistakes. Please don't fall. Please don't do there this. There was mistakes. Please don't. <laughs> but nobody noticed. Nobody knows. I didn't see any mistakes. Yeah. There was a few. No, my my problem was please don't drop Laura. Please, please don't <laughs> yes. drop Laura. Oh, there was like, the, during the rehearsals. There was there's was a few drops and kicks and hands go everywhere. Hands go where they're not supposed to go. It's a very physical thing, and you know her and I joke because like coming up in the, the dance I have um, soon it's she's she's like we're right up grinding against each other and we're laughing and joking going it's so funny that you know because mm. I'm gay and she's straight and it's so different but, but we have the conversations about imagine if you are you know with someone else and you think oh that you know it's you can kind of see how things can happen and escalate. Yeah, as as, as is known as the strict curse. curse. Exactly, yeah. We joke. One of my yeah. first VTs was I was saying, Laura, I should let you know I'm gay. <laughs> so whatever you're feeling. And we laughed about it. But you can see, because especially with Arthur's going to go back to LA soon and I'm on my own, you can almost see your partner is the go-to person. Yeah. So you can almost see how, mm. it's wrong, obviously, but you can see your frame of mind how you can go there because this person and the whole experience, it's very strange. And I mean, I know your mum was also a huge fan of the show. Yes, obsessed. And that was the thing that, oh, you're going to get upset, bear with me. That was the thing that, you know, that when mum, I think was alive because it's so defining to say that, but it's true when she Mm -hmm. was alive because I've I've struggled saying the D word. Um, So when mum was with us, um, she always, I kept saying, they asked me and she was like, I'll do it. I'm like, no, no, I don't want to do it. And then it's so funny now that she's not with us that I'm I'm on doing it because I would always joke with my mum, doing the foxtrot, it's Brian Dowling and his partner. And I'd make up this ridiculous name. And then I'd dance, I'd be dragging her around the kitchen. I'd be dipping me sister. I'd be shaking her around, doing all these over the top movements. She'd be laughing because she's such a great sense of humour. And even though my mum was very old fashioned and traditional had such deep religious faith she was also in the now yeah okay. and she was she was with everything and with the referendum and everything and she was just so amazing and like she was like my best friend actually like I spoke to her all the time like mm-hmm. she was she was she was everything to me and you know and I don't have that 
And that's something that sometimes I go, God, you know, I'm 42 and I, I don't have her because like we were planning my 40th birthday with her. Mum had me at 21. Mm. So it's feasible that she would with me 40, 50, you know, 60. Of course. And it was something that y- you never plan for. You just don't know. Yeah. And it was so shocking and how it happened and the conversations leading up to it. We talked about her funeral and my mom was fit and healthy. She died of sudden adult death and there's, there's, there's no signs to that. It just happens. And we, we knew what she wanted and even down to the clothes she wore, she had out on the bed in one of the other rooms. It was very weird and we're in a group chat together because my mom is so trendy. Mm. And the last picture she sent us in the group chat was of her dad, our grandfather's grave. And she said how graves are so peaceful because you can come and talk to people. And she was gone a week later. It was almost like her soul was getting ready. I don't know, because it's made me question my faith. And, mm. you know, I suppose being gay and Catholic, you you question everything, you know. Mm. And it was, yeah, it was just all very weird. And even with my sister, um, Tara, who's the baby, um, who's at home with dad, um, she, so mom passed on the Wednesday, on the Sunday. My, she met Tara, do the Sunday roast just randomly and stood behind her supervising and told her what to do. And Tara found her and, you know, CPR and all that. And it was just so strange how that happened. And then one of my sisters said, oh, yeah, she's kind of quiet the day before. Not like, you know, your mom usually is. And we don't know. Maybe it was something else telling us to prepare. You you question everything and then you question your own mortality, which is a very weird thing to question. You know, and I just, but I've always said it's not the situation that defines you as a person, it's how you react to the situation. Mm. I think that's the real test in any situation, whether you're in love or you're angry or you're going through grief and you think your whole world is falling apart. And what's the point now in getting out of bed? What is the point? Well, the point is your life. Yeah. Other people aren't. You live you're it. You're healthy and you're, yeah. right? I'm, I'm sure you have had those moments yourself Completely. personally when you go. Completely, yeah. This. I, I'm just getting goosebumps listening to you, though, because from everything you've just said there about the lead up to to your mum passing, yeah. does that make you think that there is something bigger and higher out there? Like It I has don't know. to, because yeah. it's almost like, you know, I'm getting goosebumps and I talk about it, is that, you know, my mum had such love for all of us and like, like we were my mum's life because, you know, growing up, we didn't have much money. There was seven of us and my dad worked and, you know. My sisters always had hand-me-downs. Being the only boy, I had everything new. Mm. And I was so spoiled, you know. But we all we had was each other. And we had meals every day and clean clothes and books for school. But my mum didn't have a social life. We were everything to her, you know. And she, just the fact that she's not here is just, it's, it's, it's almost like, it's the... the the worst thing I thought that could ever happen to me was to have her gone. And the fact that I can, the fact that I know she's with me and I know that there has to be something is the fact that I get up every day and I get up every morning and I'm still thankful to situations and I'm sad of course but what you try and do is you have to think because I think to myself my mother was so amazing and had so much love and she dedicated her whole life to her children you know and especially because we didn't have much apart from each other is that that has to stay with us yeah that can't go anywhere now is she up there drinking tea and eating cakes and talking to Marilyn Monroe? I don't know. But she's around us. She has to be. Because sometimes, it's not that I see her, but sometimes I know she's with me. Because I'm in situations where I feel like I'm being really tested or I need something. And then there's a sense of calm. Mm. And that's her. It has to be her. Yeah. You know, kind of telling me, you're fine. Mm. It's like, you know, when I was 40 and mum passed in the February and I was supposed to go to well, I did go to Vegas in the May and I said to all my friends, look, I'm, it just wouldn't be. And they were like, you know, everything's paid for. And they're like, it's not a problem. Like, don't worry about it. And my sisters were like, are you having a laugh? <laughs> Mommy would be the first one watching you on Snapchat and Insta story saying, so oh, true. right. You and Pippa so need to, true. you and Pippa need to stop drinking. Oh, <laughs> tell Leanne. Because my mom was so invested in my life also on social media. And it was one of those things where you go, do you know what, actually, yeah. Now, of course, there were tears there. Of course, there were. Because it was such a, a, a I'm, I'm turning 40. It was, mm. You know, she's involved in all of it. But again, what you do is you still have to laugh. Mm. Because we cried so much over the last two years. I still cry. I probably cry every day. Probably more than Arthur even knows that I cry. Because I still feel like I'm suffering a heart-wrenching loss in me that, I don't know I'll ever 
feel okay again. Mm. But what I'm doing is I'm going out there and I'm giving life a go. I'm still married. I'm still a husband. I'm still a brother. I'm still an uncle. I'm still a friend to someone. And my mom wouldn't want me to be any less of those things. Because mm. that's what you do is you, you have to keep going, Sheila. Because if you don't... I remember after mom, I was lying in bed and I just thought, I felt like I was sedated. And you know, I don't take anything. I don't take... No, he doesn't. Sleeping like AIDS. I don't take anything. Any medicine or anything. No. Like and I remember just lying in bed. I remember just thinking there's something just on me. And I'm like, I just can't get up. And I thought, you know what? Get up. Get up. Go and brush your teeth. And I said, you brush your teeth. Yeah. Go and have a cup of tea. That sounds so stupid. No, it doesn't. Right. But you're going back to, you know. And I did. Yeah. And then you do. And then the spring is in your step and I described it as when because it's so graphic because I'm even Pippa said to me yesterday on my own podcast that'll be coming out is that she said you were so descriptive with facts and times and dates and what happened and I remember when and I it's bad now but I remember we put mom in a hole that's how I described it I didn't realise it was so deep I think it was like nine foot because then we got a plot for six people and then you go well who else is going to go in it you question all this and I remember thinking and this is the bit that is sad because it's true is that a part of me was in that coffin with her mm. because she deserved that and no matter where she is she has a part of me because I'll always be like her little boy mm. do you know what I mean I'll always be that and I want her to have a part of me because in a way that I know she's not alone that's the thing is that and I'm willing I suppose the thing is I'm willing to give her that for me to feel how I am now because she's worth that and she deserves that. And all my sisters said the same. And if she has a piece of the seven of her children with her, no matter where she is, we know she's happy. Yeah. Do you know that sort of way? Yeah. And that's the, a way kind of of trying to explain it. And that's the only way I can is an author says, I'm a different person. And sometimes I go, I'm either a better person or I'm a, a worse person. But You're I just... a better person, definitely. Right, because I just know I'm just trying my best. Because mm -hmm. what it is, is it's a battle. I, I almost describe it as kind of getting out of rehab which I've never been to rehab so I don't know and you're trying to live a different life but it made me also realise what I don't want okay. and to remove myself from toxic situations and people that are bad for me you know and sometimes people have found that very difficult but I've had to live my life now in a very true honest way but that's really healthy to do that and sometimes yeah. I think we go through situations and I've done it myself where you need to do a bit of a call and it sounds a bit hardcore but oh my god I just said yesterday mm. yeah. you just used the right yeah. word I said there is not an awakening there's been a calling yeah. Yeah. and some people it sounds bizarre didn't make the list that sounds so bad but it was a case of I need to step back from me now yes. and need to stop where this is going because it's just not constructive uh -huh. and uh, we only discovered yesterday Pip had said to me that I'm a, I'm a, I'm a people pleaser I've always been a people pleaser I'm one of seven Which I'm always wrong looking after everyone wrong, but you have to sometimes step back and then like I don't want to do that anymore yeah as much as I am a little spoiled of course but I say of course like it's normal of course <laughs> I'm always the last person on the list and people probably wouldn't realise that about me because I'm mm. so involved in my family my family are my life and they always have been Yeah. and there's so many and then when you get the nieces and the nephews going in and then I'll, I'm always the big brother my baby sister is 27 she had a baby Harvey I'm obsessed with yeah. so that you know so that's where that's where I am and family's everything and it always has been and it is for both of you because yes. like I, I kind of stalk both of you on, yeah. uh, on Instagram and we don't, I, we I, don't mind <laughs> and, and I see you with your family as well your oh, mom I adore them like my mom and my sister obviously you know we left Armenia and they're my idols like yeah. we're three, like a trio we do everything together. I don't yeah. have a big family. So, I mean, Brian's family... <coughs> yeah, we're, we're, yeah. Brian's family is like my family now more than I know I have Armenian family. Yeah, sure. But my sister and my mom are like everything to me. Yeah. We've it's been so strange so much. because Arthur's mom doesn't speak English. She speaks Russian, Armenian, French. I don't speak any of those. So, we've But you actually, do communicate. It's oh, wait, so weird. But it's so strange because there's such a love yeah. between the families that her and I could sit down together and... I feel like we've talked for two hours and then we might just <laughs> smile at each other and laugh or I have a translator on my phone and we laugh. But it's so strange that you, you, you don't need to speak. It's, I, I don't have, have a connection. Yeah. Isn't that so cool? It's even, so strange. Even when speak. your mum met uh, before our wedding, oh, actually, yes, it's so funny. his mum and Tara, his sister came to London. So yes. we went for like an afternoon tea. Afternoon tea. And I remember Rosie and my mum sat uh, face to each other. They were yeah. facing to each other. 
I don't know what they were talking, but they understood each other. Yeah. And I were, have and no were, idea what they were, they were saying. They were, I'm like, what are they talking? What am I like, saying? Do you speak Russian? <laughs> <laughs> Do you speak Armenian? Do you but speak French? Just, that's why it's like very international. I don't know what they were saying, but it was so beautiful to see that. And our moms gave us away. Yeah, oh, which was nice. which was really well, special. special yeah. yeah, especially because I have six sisters. Yeah, and you know my dad is like, oh really? Here we go again. <laughs> so for my mom, it was so nice for her and I to have that moment, mm. and I'm so lucky that it happened because yes. a lot of people that lose parents may not be as lucky. Sure. So as much as it's dreadfully sad, as I've said, I'm so grateful. Mm. The fact that I look back at our wedding picture, and also she, my mom wasn't into all the stuff that I'm into, hair and makeup and all that. She just wasn't. And we'd be always annoying her about it. Oh, Sheila, we'd be like, <laughs> sometimes we'd, the stuff we do and say to her, it was hilarious. Even spray tan, she's like, would you get away from me for God's sake? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you need to blend that. Blend what? For sake. <laughs> bit of lipstick and a bit of powder. Because <laughs> my mom is like, you know, old school. Oh, yeah. It's so strange because yeah. you don't have those Irish mammies. Yeah. No, same as my own. Like, yeah. she, like when I ever go near her with a mascara brush, she's like, would you get you get away? Yes. <laughs> and like, she's, I think my mom is gorgeous. Yeah. But I just, it's just enhancement. I agree and with she's you. Like, nah, she's so reluctant. Good but luck. then it's so funny. My mom is completely opposite. Glam. She's very oh, really? glamorous, oh. old Hollywood. She yeah. does her eye, you know, eyeliner. The back with the hair. She's completely different. The she champagne is flowing. Oh, yeah. Like, completely different mother. I mean, she's still like home mom. So no wonder we don't talk because we're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> she I'm loves like, the more, with More. <laughs> she understands that. <laughs> so come here. You're flying home, as it were, to LA tomorrow. Yes, but Although, it's reality. But what... It, is home in two places or where is home? Is home home LA? Well, I'd be re- I want to be home's not LA. Is it not? Home is where we're living. Well, I did. Okay. I want That's to make my, home LA. Which is, let's, yeah. 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 I, I, I always, my dreams, when you're Armenian. You're making I mean, for what you're saying. I'm really close yeah, to I know, you. I know. what I'm going to say. <laughs> say it. When you're Armenian, all the Armenians dream is to be in Los Angeles. Don't say Something. all. You can say some. <laughs> some. You can't well, speak for a country. Actually, true. If he's here speaking no, but for like, the country. Uh, it's very known. Armenians go to LA or France. That's very known. That's like matter of fact. We know that. So my dream always been to be in America. So when I got my visa and I went there, he was like, are you going to LA? Are you, are you? So yeah, I mean, was kind the, of... the words like, the, there was never a, Actually was, you never believed That I'm going to get the no, visa You st- never don't believed Don't be pointing at me <laughs> <laughs> There was never a moment of or- If you thought the only way To get a more defined jawline With natural looking results Was through surgery Think again Juvederm Volux XC Is a non-surgical injectable gel filler That improves moderate to severe Loss of jawline definition And can help you achieve Natural looking results With little downtime Even better This improved definition Lasts up to one year With optimal treatment No maintenance required Improve jawline definition For a smooth sculpted look With Juvederm Volux XC For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Relationships in danger. It was never no, that. Never, never. It was always yeah. a moment of we're going to have to make it work. You know, because yeah. Arthur was so ambitious. And I knew he, even before we got married, I knew he wanted to live in America. And who am I to take that dream away from him? 
I'm not. And I'm not that person. Mm. You know, I'm not that person. Um, and then he went and we were living apart for a year, yeah. which was really tough, mm. but constantly on planes. I'm constantly on a fucking plane. But we're already used to it because yes. even in London, living 17 years, I was always on tours, yeah. traveling all the I time. Was working. Sometimes we don't see each other for four months. I was yeah. on tour. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So um, was... But again, with phones and FaceTime and all that, oh, yeah. it's all doable. But it's only when with mom is that that was a real kick up the arse I needed because mom didn't like when I was traveling to LA a lot and we'd have to fly separately that's a long flight mm. and my mom would always be worried something's going to happen and you're on your own and you're not with Arthur and I used, I used to say to the girls only recently I was like God I said to mom she just didn't want me in America and they went no she wanted you and yeah. Arthur together she actually no matter where me. you are yeah. On Instagram, she mentioned, she said, Art, I don't mind where you are. I just want you to be together. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't, she, she didn't she, mind. She, yeah. she just didn't want us on her own. And then mm. after mom, I was like, you know what? Life is so short. Yeah. If I go to LA, I got my visa, three year working visa. We can do what we want for three years. Now, yeah, the travel back and forth stuff. Mm. Like I'd done 11 or 12 long haul flights last year. Okay, I wouldn't. I see. I, I well, I, I suppose it's like everything else. Maybe do you get a little bit used to it? I you wouldn't do. be used well, to it, so I'd so find that very yeah. hard. You do get no. used to it. Now the, okay, you, you do. do. I used to get cabin fever. That's now gone. Um, I don't drink on planes either because that's just weird. And because I, I was a flight attendant for I know, I was four just years, thinking like so your former life yeah. for a period of time. I, I was dealing for four. Years. It just trained yeah. you. And I was Forward. dealing with people getting drunk, spitting at me, slapping at me. Like enough. Yeah. Good luck to that. Yeah. Like and people on holidays and drinking beer at seven in the morning. Bye. Okay. <laughs> not, not no no maybe maybe to, maybe yeah. like champagne with a splash of orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> a mimosa, yeah. fine. You know, but it's the traveling's tough. But mm. we have, you know, an end goal. And that end goal is to be settled in our home, whether we build or buy, with our children in Ireland. Yes. That's I like when you say in Ireland. See, you did, look did, did you get the tone? Did you, did yes. you get you the give, tone? Yeah, did you, you get the tone? The luck. No, because there has this been. happening. You have Arthur. to have, because, you know, I keep saying to Arthur, we have to grow up. I'm 42. To, yeah. Like in eight years, I'm 50. I want to have my family. You yeah. know, I want to be in my house. Why else are we working and traveling? For what? For fun? No. Yeah, yeah. So that's been an end goal. Yeah. But also, like, we've been there like for two years, yeah. and I feel like it's been amazing. Two You've been years. there two years. I've been uh, there a year. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But mm. it's been the best two years. I had an amazing time, and I'm like, okay, I think I can do Ireland now. Can you? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Finally convinced him. <laughs> this is so. This is a really exciting time in your own life, like separate to work, and you've really successful careers in your own right. But yeah. you guys, as a family unit, yeah. one that you want to grow. Can yes. I can I talk about this? Yes, yeah. When, of when I read this in VIP, I was just brought me it brought a massive smile to my face, right. and I felt like I had loads of questions I wanted to ask. But then I don't, away. I don't know how I don't know how is. personal it is. So feel no. free to tell me work to back away. up. Yeah. So. Um, how difficult is it for you guys to, to go down this road? Super difficult. Okay. Very difficult. Yeah, and uh, unless you know someone that's gone through it, where's your point of, where's your, where's your point you go to and you go, you find out the information? Yeah. Because you've, you've got three options, which are surrogacy, so biological children, you've got private adoption, or you've got public adoption. We, I can say this, we were, went through the public adoption process um in america and we you know got down and we were chatting and chatting and it's it's very it's very different over there and you have to have very frank honest conversations with yourself with other people about what you want and it, it but you you are talking about children um and the for the social um adoption it was children that are um forcibly removed from the home due to whatever reason. Yeah. yeah, okay. Private adoption is when you're matched up with someone through a solicitor and you're, they're given your profile. Mm -hmm. Loads of other, pro and they decide I'm choosing this couple. Mm. Or then you go through surrogacy so where you would buy eggs off A, B would carry the kid or kids full term. Sure. Arthur and I would give a sample, whatever takes, takes. Yes. You know, that's so expensive. You're looking at about in America, 150 grand all in. Yeah. Is it that much? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow, it's, that's even more than I thought it might be. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. Yeah. Okay. So, we, so we're now on to, you know, private adoption and surrogacy and we, we've got people. I mean, I was about uh, to adopt yeah. because me being a refugee, I was a refugee before. So for me to just think about it, yes, I work hard, but for spending 150,000, I feel like I can't justify that. Mm. Even though no, I it's want a lot kids, of money. It's a lot of money. For me, like, oh my God, I'm coming from Armenia. I didn't have money. What, how can I justify spending that much money? And also, I want to help another kid. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's so many kids I would love to help. So we're 
but also we have to be in the same country same yeah. time that's a difficult thing for us like because we when we get to it and we're up and running and we're doing it on then one of us gets a job and we're gone yeah, he could go to Europe to work with Puma which he does and do with their fashion shows and he's gone for like three or four weeks mm. you know and I also think that with the children I want to be I, I need my family because I want my kids to have their cousins well, you're so close. So what we can see. Yeah, exactly, your, yeah. yeah, and you're so hands-on. Yeah. The pair of you are. Totally. So I like, mean, you're going to be great daddies when it happens, which is lovely. Oh, I can't wait. Because you're so full of love and you really get that you're 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 into it. You, totally you know, into you're it. You're so into it. Yeah, but I think you have to be. It's it's not something you can do. Well, I'm 50% in or 60. You've got to be 110 in. Yeah. Because yeah. you need to know because it's tough. I've seen my sisters do Like My sister, Tracy, had a baby super young. I think she was 16. I think she's gone 17. My niece, Chloe, who I think is my sister because she's 18. Yeah. And the age gap, you know, and she yeah, lived yeah. at home because um, Tracy went back to school and mom looked after Chloe. Mm. Um, you, I, I've been around children all my life. I used to change my sister's nappies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My baby sister at 27, I'm 42. Yeah. I used to look after her. But see, used to dress for them you. Up. Like, I've never been around children. You had like so many sisters. I just yeah. have one sister. So I've never been around lots of kids. The only kid in my life I grew up with it's Noah. Oh, Don't Jonah Skin. Oh Sophie's my God. I feel boy. like Noah, it's my son. We actually have this just like half Is my he? son. Like, oh, you never know. <laughs> Sophie. No, but I, I'm obsessed with Noah because the day he was born, for two years I was in America. I'm obsessed. He's like my best. I, I just want to eat him. He's so, he's the only kid. I ever knew from the beginning yeah. till now so yeah. I can't wait to have my own kids well like you that, obviously you know have I mean? it instinctually because oh, it comes I across just, yeah I oh. just yeah I think the older I've got the more maternal I've become yeah it's now where I go like even yesterday we were like having lunch with our friends and I my friend was like uh, gee, probably not going to go and grab that baby. <laughs> I was like, oh, look at his little face. He's so cute. But also you change about girl, oh, boy. Yeah, That's I'm... a big thing for us. Yeah, because of the girls. I, I always wanted boys. I never wanted boys. I was like, girls, girls, girls. I'm around girls. <laughs> I can handle a girl. Like, I have six sisters. All my friends are women. I love women. I just love everything about them. And just my whole life, I've probably respected women. And I've had icons, singers, actresses. I'm drawn to that. Because okay, yeah. I think women are so strong. And how they're able to manipulate, you know, <laughs> men. And kind of, do you know, sort of way. I love it. The top quality of a woman. Yeah, manipulation. <laughs> they're the women I hang out with. You know, just how they're so foxy and just so everything. Um, daughters, yeah. daughters, daughters. And then um, my friends have boys. And then my friend Nadia, a little girl, I went, oh my God, she's so cute when I have a little girl. And then my sister had Harvey. And I think it's also because mom's not around, is that I just look at him in a different way and I just go, oh, you're so cute. But he's beautiful. He is oh, beautiful. He's so beautiful. Um, but he's I think so a little gorgeous. boy would be nice. Yeah. But we have this thing where I don't think I want my kid to call me daddy. I think dad or dada. I think he can be daddy. They should be calling you French, I, Papa. You need to calm down in French. <laughs> We've been living in the middle of Rathangan. Oh, Papa. Oh, wee wee. It was like, who is that child? Oh, Brian Dowling's oh, young fella. French, yeah. Armenian, Ooh, English. Uh, oh, Papa. Irish. Oh, je m'appelle. They were like, Shh, <laughs> boo, shut up. Is that, I think okay, daddy, so we, daddy ages me. So you need to work out what the, what, what the, they're yeah. going to call. You know? Okay. That's fun. So, Dad or Dada. Not Papa. Not, not Papa or not Dada. Darling, it won't be Papa. Okay. Be sent to the room if they call me Papa. <laughs> Go to your room. This is so exciting, though. Um, it's also it's uh, nerve wracking as well. I would imagine because you obviously have to make a lot of changes oh, yeah. for then this to happen. Of is course. That, yeah. So that, that there be... is a plan already, though, in motion. Mm. Mm. Can you reveal? Yeah, of course. I suppose the plan is, and I think a reason of coming back here and you know going on Irish television again is just to kind of test the water and see what opportunities are here in Ireland. I've never lived in Ireland full time. So I'd have to work out myself is living in this country. Does it work for us? You know, yeah. career wise, is there opportunities for both of us? But we kind of worked out once we're near an airport, it works. Fine, yeah. Yeah. So guys, I want to ask, because, yeah. you know, most relationships, you know, I, I'm big into the, you know, exploring how people operate when, you know, when we have a bit of an argument and it happens in real relationships yeah. and there's a nice theory that I'm big into it's called Imago therapy where it's really interesting in the sense that one person displays more kind of tiger-ish tendencies they're fiery they kind of come at you and the other person becomes the kind of the turtle retreats alright so the Arthur turtle. is tiger. pointed he's a tiger, I'm the oh, tiger. you're the turtle darling let me tell you something okay. <laughs> I now know I love that actually I never yeah. heard that look it up it's really cool this I is... now know I'm ready to have a child Okay, <laughs> go on. Because let me tell you, even like <laughs> yesterday, there was some strop about me wanting to go to the shop, right? Mm. And I was like, coming, I don't want to go now. And I was like, oh, you know what, Arthur, I'll just go on my own. <laughs> Thinking, well, he's going to follow me, like he's literally right behind me. 
No, he wasn't. Mm. And I still went to the shop, carried those four bags up three flights because where I am, there's no fucking lift at the moment. So I'm up all those stairs with the bags. Still went in and still cooked him dinner and gave it to him. Because I thought, actually, do you know, I'm just going to send love and everything your way. <laughs> he had his earphones in the whole time, like watching, like almost like a child, a petulant <laughs> child. I'm like, Arthur, to do Arthur, with her, no, like... no, I'm just saying, is that I do go a bit like, you know what? No, I'm walking I'm away. very fiery. Uh, yes, ri- I'm Rise like, above. Rise, rise above. above. And he is, if we do something, and I would always have to apologize first, even when I'm not wrong. And you know I do. I wouldn't say that Arthur is fiery. I always say Arthur's very passionate. And when he's in something, he's in it. I feel mm. that sort of way. No, oh, let's what, do this. Like Arthur would be, if there is a situation, and we, the thing about Arthur and I is, we say we don't argue. We don't have arguments. Actually, no, because we if we do bicker, it's resolved straight away. And we never remind each other of it. No. So it's discussed it's once and then it's gone out the window and it's never to be discussed again. That's really healthy. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, Big we time. Never, like we're five we years married this year. We've known each other such a long time. So yeah, so you got together, then you broke up broke for a up. few years. Yeah, a lot of people didn't together. know that. And then when I was having that conversation mm. with VIP, I wanted to be honest. And I thought, because I've, I've always been very good at having... You don't want to say like a public profile. I sound like I'm the feckin' first lady. But you know what I mean? When you're in the public eye in the job that we do, I used to always think it's always nice to hold something back because on Big Brother, you're so exposed. Mm. People see you sleeping. They see you nude. They see everything in your life. So it's kind of nice to have something. And Arthur's always been that something that I've completely kept back because it was the one thing I wanted just for me. And it's only really in the last two or three years that I've decided to be way more The social media changed everything. With it. And then so I said... We broke up and people contacted me going, we never knew you broke up. I was like, yeah, we did for five years because I'd never spoke about it before. Yeah. Together for four, broke up for five, back together in 2011, engaged in 2014. I think the thing is because for me, fame never interested me. I don't, I never wanted to be famous or anything. I was just a dancer, choreographer. I loved my life. When I was going out with I was him, just working with Beyonce and this, Kylie. Kylie's <laughs> <you're doing laughs> allowed. Yeah, you know. can be but I never, and when yeah, I met whatevs. him, just a just few names. But I, when I met him, honestly, Sheila, I didn't know who he was. I wasn't No, a he didn't. I met him and he thought, oh my God, I'm going to be like, Brian Darling. I'm like, who are you? I just arrived. <laughs> he couldn't care. speak like, English. I couldn't speak English. I mean, that's What are we dealing with? I mean, you must have had some English. I literally, it was, could, it was translated. I remember the waterfall flip flops. I had to like actually Google kind of little things. I couldn't say anything. It was like, words. hello. And the music was really loud. And I was said to my friend, I was like, he cannot speak English. And I was wearing this I'm really, very broken, like, really like, OTT Burberry top that like the gingham patches. Like it was so tacky. But back in the day, I thought it was fabulous. Like when a Smyrna of ice in a straw, you know, back oh, then. Yeah, 2002. Class, yeah. So classy. The boy from Rathangan was serving a look. <laughs> <laughs> and my friend was like, do you care? He's hot. I was like, oh, well, yeah, there is, yeah. And then we went for coffee. And then, if not, I'll drink coffee. Like, there was a, a in Soho a coffee shop place. And then the next week, he was... No, dancing. but this was a little arrogant from Brian. I remember when we were in a taxi, I was like, do you know who I am? He's 23 at that time, you know, the biggest thing in the uh, UK. Yeah, because I just come off big uh, you know, like, yeah. was, And I went, yeah. Mm, yeah. He's like, do you know who I am? I'm Brian, Brian Downing. I went, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I remember in a, in a black cap, and I was like, good for you. He went... Okay, he doesn't know who I am. I have no idea who he is and everything. And I remember I told him I was doing CDUK. He was like, yeah, of course you are. Everybody, every gay guy is dancer these days. It was a fashion. I'm a dancer. And I remember I was in a canteen talking to my friends. I was doing Zoe at that time. I said to them, oh, I've been seeing this guy. His name is Brian. They're like, oh, great, great, great. So I'm in the canteen sitting there and I see Brian and Tess passing us, like in a canteen, like going to doing some whatever. And I said to and the girl, is one hot woman. You wouldn't miss oh, her. Oh, she's hot. Like, like, she was hello, like, hello, yeah. So and, cute, yeah. And I remember I said to Lisa, I said, oh, my God. I'm like, that's the guy. That's, that's Brian. He was like, Brian Dowling. I mean. They were like, that would never is that, is that Is that that? I was like, that, I don't know his second name. And I remember I was like, yes. They're like, Arthur, you're lying. I mean, come on. Really? I was like, I swear. So we got called. I'm on CDUK. Five, three, two, one. We have to go live. And I see Brian and Tess sitting far, far away, checking me out. I was yeah. like, I said to Tess. Oh, my God. And I, I'm like live a... TV watching him. It's yeah. so surreal. First of all, I adore her because we've known each other uh, since 2001. What were you saying, actually? Come on, spit it out. And I, I never like, knew what you said. That's him. And she, was like, she, she says, honey, a lot. And she went, oh, yes, honey. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I'm dancing actually. Get on that. Mm. So yeah, and then I we. Said, I will in an hour when I finish work. <laughs> I'll send you a pic. 
So no, it was good. Was then, it refreshing though that he didn't know who you were suppose, in the sense that you're yes, surrounded by people who totally, are all about you? Totally, because you know, I I try. My nieces don't really understand why I'm famous because the three of them are nine, the three girls, <laughs> and they don't get it because I'm not on YouTube, so they can't work out why I'm famous. And I try and explain that it's a back then fame was it was so new what we what Big Brother was doing, and it was the first time you had a spin-off show. It was live. Heat magazine had come out. Like we were we were mm. turned into a sounds dramatic superstars. We couldn't go anywhere. I can only imagine. Couldn't yeah. go. And, like nothing was off limits and you were encouraged to actually kind of misbehave a bit because that was the thing to do. And to go everywhere and to, to meet someone, especially romantically because I'd broken up with someone and I was single. And to meet someone who didn't have a preconceived idea or a judgment or wasn't doing it for the wrong reasons was judging me on a night out of being a little slutty who was drinking Smyrna Vice. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like that yeah, it was quite think, nice think, to be judged normally like anyone yeah. else would on, on a night out. And he didn't know. And then even when we were in it, he probably didn't know and probably didn't care because he was also in the industry. And Arthur, you know, has not trained as a dancer. He learned it all himself. And Arthur became one of those dancers oh, that really worked incredible. with yeah. so many great people. And Arthur was in at those parties, at that stuff. So in a way, I kind of thought we're both on the same level. Yeah. yeah Do you understand yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I had a quick a, an understanding of it and I felt safe. Because mm. we kind of knew, and I knew he knew this person was in the public eye, and I knew like you were hanging out, you were working with yeah. Will and Will, Will Young, who just come off Pop Idol, and, and we, we were both were there, and yeah. we were kind of both. Will and I were in the same kind of. So I kind of thought it was safe. That's yeah. an amazing thing to say, but I think that's such an important uh, quality to have in a relationship is is a feeling of safety. Yeah. 100%. I, yeah, 100%, this person yes. has my back, or yes. I feel comfy around them. Yeah, they get it. Yeah, and even when we broke up, you know, for those five years, um, I who knew- broke up with who? That, no, 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 it's fine. it's fine. I mean, I was in a situation where I was in a relationship, but I was so used to not saying I was in a relationship because of work that I was doing. I was told to keep my private life private. I went on. What show did I go on with Davina McCall and Emma Bunton? Oh, yeah, basically, that street kind of got me. Like, like, I was like, are you kidding me? You did street mate while I, you were seeing each other. Uh, yeah, I, I rest my case. And I was told. Okay, I rest my <laughs> case. <laughs> Hence why I broke no, up with him. I first was like, first I of all, it was for children in need, so it was, you know, it was great. Okay, was don't charity. back it up. No, no I'm no, just saying what it was. I was charity. Yeah, doing charity. And I had, but like... I was told, uh, you know, I'm not going to go into by who or by, for what reason, but I was told, you know, I'm more appealing if I was single, even though I was in a relationship. And Arthur just stayed at home and I had to go on a date and it was this model and it was with a street mate and la la la. And I'd go out and I'd say, have you got a boyfriend? No. Oh, here's my number. Call me. And my boyfriend stood beside me. And I was, I was in that situation. I know, I know. But I was, I, I hate to say I'm but so, no, he so was young. young. And he was so famous at that like, time. Yeah, but that's not an excuse it's for not an excuse, But I was like, you know what? Behavior. I can do better than you. No, totally. So I was like, I'm like, I'm done. You didn't because you came back five years later. So uh, we came back together. Yeah, so. no. So it was a case of my behavior warranted Arthur going, you know what? You just need to be on your own and sort yourself out. And then I remember when that happened, I was like, oh yeah, like it so, so won't be over. You'll see. Yeah, it was over. <laughs> and right. then I heard he was dating other people or going out on dates. And that's the thing where I went, oh God, this really hurts. And like for about two or three years, I was broken hearted. Like, no, I'm saying two or three. No, I was broken hearted. Calm brain down brain. there, Mr. Arrogant. <laughs> and my friends would say to me in nights out, yeah, stop. Stop going on about Arthur. He, he doesn't want to be with you. My friends would literally say, we're worried about you. Why aren't you? Oh, I went on a date, but oh, he didn't kiss like Arthur. He didn't, you know, and they were like, Brian Arthur just want to be with you. And it's a realisation of going someone that I still love and mm. I know that I effed it up so badly and I just thought to myself, if I got one more choice, I could easily be the person he wants me to be because I am that person. I know that I am that person and I had such belief that I, I had such belief that I am for him and I know I am. I just know I am. And my mom would always say, so we're just wondering, do you think Arthur will come home for Christmas? <laughs> I'm like, mom, he's in Dublin with his boyfriend. He's not coming home just for Christmas. And my sisters all said, you're going to get back together. I was like, no, we're not. And I was at a point, I, was, I just, I, I, thought, I thought we were done and I realised we were done. And it was a real, I remember, I probably never said this, this is probably naff, is when we were living together at the time we broke up and I never washed his pillowcase. I never did. For about three years oh, more great. and it smelled the same and he got me when we were together it was a little M&M yeah. and he recorded a voice thing on it and I listened to that every day but it's also so funny because when we spread off obviously five years is a long time yes. and I was doing everything you can imagine yeah. from tours and everything and when I joined actually Finding enough Girls Aloud they were actually in love with Brian and I remember Cheryl and Kimberly keep saying 
please go back. Yeah, the girls would please say that to back. me. They and would. I went, no, I don't want that. I was like, please go. Oh, even God, now, when we, we, even Kimberly now loves like yeah, I remember. I yeah. knew. I told you, you're gonna go back together. Yeah, we were all hanging out so um, for was it Sally, Kimberly's sister's Sally, birthday, yeah. and Cheryl, and everyone was there, and she, we still reminisce and we still joke about we always we always to re- you yeah because yeah. I feel like I had girls allowed championing me <laughs> and also just wasn't listening to them <laughs> all you know? five of them they're like oh my god you have to yeah. but I, I I I do believe I, I never used to always believe I suppose in soulmates but I I do believe there is one person out there for everyone that they just get you mm. well but I, think I'm actually, I think you've probably given a lot of hope to a lot of people listening uh, it's not often that people break up and get back together and, and be as right for each other as you are yeah. but clearly there was there was, how did you get back together or was there any contact in those six, there was, five years there was always contact we oh, said friends. friends yeah, yeah friends I remember when I hurt my foot so I got run over by the same taxi went over my foot three times that's a whole what? separate <laughs> it's a whole separate episode let's just push and I paid for the taxi let's just push past that <laughs> and I remember I'm like one of the royal family I'm coming off in glasses and a hoodie in a wheelchair <laughs> like <laughs> yeah an author meets me at the airport like but I remember whoever I date if he calls me I'll be there it's so weird yeah even was, though I didn't want to be with him there was he always calls that. me I'm like there I will drop everything for it. Like I remember on one night, a night's out, my bank card broke. And I remember, you know, money for a taxi. I ring Arthur to Go give away. me money for it. Yeah, because yeah. I knew who else am I going to ring that my card, who's going to give me money so, for a taxi? So even though, because it sounds like you And he was in pay- relationships with other people and they must have thought, well, this No, is they weird. did like, uh, yeah, that must ex. have been I'm tough. like, yeah, but we're friends. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's but weird. if you were in so so much pain, obviously, mm. you know, not yeah. washing the pillowcase, yeah. really missing him. Yeah. Did you not say, can we, can we? Can yeah, we? I did. Numerous oh, times. All oh right, he would take you back. No, and even when I heard he broke up with someone I think else, I was a little bit I'd, evil. I'd swoop in, going, yeah. "Well, look, what about?" And he'd be like, "No," and I would go high to. But that's also like, and then I suppose I was going out and drinking a lot and not looking after myself and making wrong decisions and eating. And it was during that period of time I gained like quite a but lot. But I think of also I was well, a little bit I was, cruel. I you was are a little bit evil, evil because I enjoyed he was suffering. I know it's so bad because. He treated me kind of bad in the yeah. beginning, so I was like, you know what, you're suffering. I get it. It's fine. No, I, I, get, I, I get it. I, it, <laughs> I get it. Like, but at the time you're going through it, you're like, this really hurts. Yeah. Like it does hurt, and to be rejected so many times. Like you say, listens will. Well, be all I wanted to say was, I'm sorry. I remember one time I poured my heart out to him, and he sent me an email. <laughs> and I remember I was after hosting an event somewhere. Mr. Gay UK or something really camp. And I came back and we've got a place in Clapham. And I remember I got out in Clapham Common and I had what I can only describe was a panic attack, sobbing. And I fell to the ground reading the email. And it was basically saying, we're done, we're dusted. I don't want to be with you. Move on with your life, blah, 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 blah. And to hear that. Ouch. Yeah. And that was a real. And an email. And an email as well. An email. An internet cafe. Yeah. Yeah. I I printed it out. Along with a picture of the guy he was dating. And I folded it up and put it in an envelope. And I'd come in some nights, you know, like when you're pissed and blah, blah, And I'd read it and I'd look at the picture and I would go, what have I done? It was such, it was oh inner God. turmoil. But yeah, you totally. were torturing yourself with that then. Yeah, I was, but. You were trying to punish yourself I, I was in a way, I think maybe I probably deserved it. Oh, Because I knew that I. She did. I was the reason that, <laughs> I was the reason that, I was the reason we ended. But look where we are now. So look where you are now. But, that, oh, no, but, the I, be- I, yeah, but like the I said best. to you, it's not, it's how you react to the situation that defines you. It's not the situation. Yes. And I'm lucky I have such great friends and family that kind of allowed me to go through that. But then when we got back together, everyone was like, mm, really? No, but we didn't tell anybody no, for three we, months. For three, we kept we, it yeah, really quiet. for like July to kind of October. And then my friends were like, if he's back in the picture now, he's back in. We're, um, we're done. This was years of torture. This is it. Yeah. Yeah, and then it was, and I remember it quite quickly. I said to him, "You know, I want to get married," mm. and he was like, "Yeah." I was like, you, "So do you?" And hopefully to me, <laughs> right? Yeah, and yeah. he was like, "Yeah, yeah." So then it was just I knew we were kind of because I think we got together in 2011, back together. We got engaged in 2014. If that was just our first rodeo together, we wouldn't have got engaged in 2014. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. you know, because we knew each other so long before. Sure, it felt like, and it didn't. It still felt new, but it also felt right, right. But it felt like. We're doing it now the way we should have done it, but we're so young. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're how really do you, do, when you're 23, 24, 25, you don't know what you're doing and I what was you like. 21. Yeah. 
okay Arthur we know you're younger <laughs> but that period of five years that must have been that was like your I'm going to grow up now I'm going to go through a lot of stuff and, and I did go through a lot of yeah. stuff and even career choices I shouldn't have done and it was during that period that I had a bit of a dry spell for 2006 2007 was the first year where I didn't work I came off contract on a show in around the March and I remember I had nothing and I came back with Hell's Kitchen and mm. I, I shouldn't have it was the wrong time for me because I was still grieving a relationship and I feel when you go on a reality show you got to go in so happy and content because that show broke me mm. in situations where someone else Jim Davison that was on the show that wasn't good for me and stuff you know that was happening but in my own self I remember that yeah. I was so fragile it was very fra and that's so intense yeah you know and I didn't work and that was the first thing back and I, I, I yeah just choices decisions but again it gets you to where you're supposed to be mm. and that's why I always think it's that I'm on the right track somehow it sounds like listening here. to both of you that you believe it, or maybe I'm wrong but do you believe in the concept of like signs universal signs are signs from God or whatever I it always is. say every time for a reason I even have a tattoo saying every time for a reason all my life this literally happened for a reason there was a reason I had to break up with him if I didn't I think we would have never been oh no I, we, right I think now. we probably would have hated That's each it, other yeah. if it was going the way it was, it was I, right I was timing. so narcissistic and vain at that time I, it was just about me because everything was about me and I was mm. encouraged and I think you mm. can't have a relationship when it's all about you and I realised I was in the correct relationship when I was putting him first that's how that's I knew I'm on the right path mm. because I want him to be happier than me it's like, it's like when you have a child you want them to have everything and that's what I learned from my mom my mom didn't we did and then you know well I'm doing the right thing because that's what you're supposed to do that's mm. the first time I actually knew understood what taking for granted mean in English because he took me for granted when I was with him oh, like, poor oh, Arthur yeah. he actually <laughs> took me for granted because he will never leave me it's I true. have you he will never leave me it's true and bam 2006 bye bye thank you very much but look isn't he making it up for it now and oh both of you are oh my god he's like I can't get, get rid of him anymore no. like literally we're leaving binded forever cleaning I was like oh my god I'm leave me alone I think the older I get <laughs> Ironing He's like a mother, actually. They like. bring me such joy. Oh. Is that an age thing? No, I, the first <laughs> podcast uh, guest that I had was uh, my friend Lucy Kennedy. And oh, yes, she I'm talked Lucy. about her passion for ironing. I, I, by I the way, I don't get it. I, I don't, don't get it, oh, Sheila. Listen, okay, I, I, ironed, I ironed last night no, closed till Thursday. I need to stop because the dinner was ready. Oh my God. So weird. It's taking out the creases. Taking out the creases and I steam it. I am concerned now. Before I let you go, just on what makes you happiest. What makes you happiest? Well, for me, I'd probably say family because Arthur is my family and being around people who I'm friends. So family to me is the people that I love. And that makes me happiest because I can be with them and it's okay to be every version of who you are because they love you. Mm. So for Actually, me, it's, it's family. Same. I love being with him. I mean, never get bored with him. Never. I love being with, like I have to leave him now and I don't know when I'm going to see him next. Never. Oh, that's tough. It's yeah, I know. I know. And is that just because of work schedules? The work just yeah, schedules. Exactly. He's back in. And then because I'm so on a show like... where I can't say come in three weeks when I could be off the show next week. There's no definitive. I don't see that happening. No, but you just don't know. You I know. Honestly, I know. Fingers crossed. 100%. Like, I'd, I'd love to last. Well, actually, with Switch Up, I'd love to dance with a guy. And that's not been done before. Oh, that's so cool. So I'd like to be able to be part yeah, of that. So we're going to put my vote. stamp on that. So like, that's like <laughs> week six or seven or so. So if I could last that, which is over halfway through. We good to go. Like it's I, tough. It's I a will tough say, gig. as a fan of the show, I yeah. just think the dancing gets better and better every year. Like I'm, I, like it. You know, effectively, it's the first few shows. I'm yeah. like, the caliber of dance by everybody yeah, is. I think true. it's a good. Amazing. Not, not yeah. knocking. I've never watched the show on the television at home. I've seen bits online, but I think people have said it's a really good mix of people it's a really good cast really good and the professionals are bringing it to a different level and they expect us to bring it to a different level mm. but remember Glenda Gilson said to me it's not a dance show it's an entertainment show and we're very aware of that as well yes it's not it's an entertainment show yeah it is of course you know, so I, and I, people I, fall in love with the person the personality yeah, so true. and the journey yeah. it's yeah. all about the journey yeah. all about the journey like I'm on a journey <laughs> <laughs> yes you are yeah I think, yes, but I think in life we're all on a journey like I think we all are of course we are it's all a journey and I, I have such an appreciation now of life mm. and it's so different like even now this is my age it's like oh I love spring you know and the morning dew and then oh and I, you know, I summer's morning and then autumn when the leaves fall that the cosy winters it's so strange that with age how you almost become a different person it's so weird I wouldn't want to be 25 again I was thinking I'd want to be 30 again yeah I'm happy with 
where I am. Same as, same as. But I do think when you've gone through something as life altering as you've gone through yeah. uh, and both of you in your own ways, it does give you a completely different perspective on life and what's important. True. Yeah. Yeah. True. Guys, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks Thank you both us. so much no, for taking no, the time. No, no, no. It Thank means you. so much. Can you pop open the champagne now? Let's do it. Dance. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. Let's do this, exactly. <laughs> he needs to trademark that or put on a oh t-shirt. Oh my God, I should uh, actually. Can do you do it imagine? now? Yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> Let's do this. Do it now. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, Thank you, guys. A big huge thank you to Brian and Arthur for being so real and so open and so funny. I absolutely loved that chat. If you enjoyed it as well, please do share it with your friends and take a moment to rate, review and hit subscribe. I would really appreciate it. And if there's anyone you'd like me to have a chat with, please do send me a message on Twitter or Instagram. You'll find me at Sheila Shoige. Thank you so much for listening to Ready To Be Real Conversations. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.